Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kimberly Davis on the line. She's the partner and managing director over at the Bonson Group. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. It's my pleasure to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at the Bonson Group as managing director. Um, But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in business? Well, I actually um, had somewhat of a circuitous journey. Um, After graduating from college, I went to Georgetown University. I decided to go to law school immediately thereafter. So I went Mm. to Georgetown University Law Center. And from there, I became uh, a corporate securities lawyer. So I moved to New York and worked in uh, two big law firms. And the primary focus of my practice was uh, initial public offerings and stock offerings and um, limited partnership deals and things to that nature. So I was focused on the business end of the law, and um, m- many of my clients were underwriters, uh, big, you know, big investment banks. Mm-hmm. So as a finance major, uh, an economics major in undergraduate school, as after I practiced law for a while, I started thinking it might be a little more exciting on the investment banking side of things. I was mm. getting a little bit uh, frustrated, I guess, I, from just writing all the papers and not being involved in the actual, you know, mm. real nuts and bolts of the financial aspects of the deal. So I did transition over to the business side, and I uh, worked in a small investment bank where I was doing some project financing and leverage lease deals and asset-based financing, and that was sort of the entree, you know, into the business world for me. And then from there, um, I I did a a variety of other things in the business world. I um, was a CFO when I lived, I lived in England for 14 years, and I was a CFO when I lived in England. And I also um, started an entrepreneurial venture where I uh, created a fashion company and became wow. a designer and manufacturer of clothing that was ultimately sold to Saks Fifth Avenue. Uh, to, you know, the line of clothing was sold at Saks Fifth Avenue, and and uh, so that is uh, sort of how the whole thing evolved. I love it. What what a career! Um, and so there's some there's some younger audience listening that maybe are just graduating college or they're maybe one to five years out and they're thinking of you know kind of what's their what's their next step. What kind of uh, advice would you give to that younger um, audience that's listening uh, in terms of going about their career goals? Well, you know, I have three daughters that are all millennials um, and they all have different career paths. Uh, and my advice. To, to them and, and to, I think, all younger people is whatever you're going to start your career with is probably not what you're going to end it with. Um, mm. So be open to new opportunities, but start with what you have the most interest in and passion in. Don't chase money, per se. If you have a true interest in finance or economics or uh, the public sector, follow that, because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, 
then it's not going to last very long and it will not take you on a path that is abundant, if that makes sense. Um, so for me, I try to always follow things that I was truly interested in. And, I've, and I did really enjoy studying the law and I enjoyed being a lawyer and I think it helps me an immense amount in my business career. Um, but when I started off, I just assumed I'd you know, work in a law firm forever and become mm -hmm. a partner. Um, but, you know, things in life occur. I, I, you know, I became a mother of three kids and, you know, so that shifted certain uh, priorities at certain times. So life has many seasons. So I would say to younger people, start off by following what you're truly interested in, have an open mind, and um, sometimes pursue opportunities that um, may not on the, at the beginning seem like they're a surefire thing, but if you don't try things, you never really know, um, you know, how great they can be. Oh, man, I love that advice. Um, and and it, it's funny because I feel like a lot of the um, younger crowd, when they first get out, they put so much pressure on that first job or what they're doing or comparing and thinking that, that they're supposed to have it all figured out. And the benefit of hindsight, I just laugh. I'm like, yeah, who knows what's going to be next? Nobody knows. You don't know what's going to be next. Um, your best mentor can't tell you, and the good ones are going to tell you uh, exactly what you just said. So I do appreciate you sharing that, Kimberly. Um, let's change it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing as partner and managing director over at the Bonson Group. So what kind of clients are you working with and what kind of things are you helping them um, achieve? So um, I joined um, the Bonson Group uh, several years ago. We were, uh, just as a way of background as to who we are, uh, we were all at Morgan Stanley and we uh, left Morgan Stanley as a group to well, not all of us, our group has grown exponentially, but at the time a core group of us left to start mm -hmm. this independent um, group called the Bonson Group. Um, I, and just as a way, again, of background as why did I get into wealth management, um, all my prior skill set in the capital markets, my legal background, and my entrepreneurial slash CFO background, sort of all, it built a really good skill set for helping uh, investors and high net worth clients, ultra high net worth clients, um, you know, deal with their investment strategy and also the myriad of other issues that are related to investment strategy and or estate planning or business planning, all of these many issues of, of which kind of we touch upon here in our practice. So what uh, the Bonson Group, uh, we manage about $1.7 billion dollars. Um, we focus on high net worth individuals and ultra high net worth individuals. Um, we also uh, have um, a hand in the 401k, uh, you know, retirement platform as well. So we are a full service uh, wealth management team that um, also has a high level of service in the sense of a concierge service. So we are our own portfolio manager. So we manage our portfolio in-house. Um, we do use a few other managers, but anyone that we do use, uh, whether it's in a hedge fund or private equity or whatever we're doing, we know who the manager is and we meet with them frequently. So we are very hands-on in our uh, portfolio management and in our investment strategy. And we also have a very high-touch service. So I operate in many ways like a family office for many of my clients. Um, and I can, you know, I will review everything with them from insurance and, and not just life insurance but you know everything to do with property insurance or Medicare anything like that um, I can also you know I also get heavily involved in their estate planning 
with, uh, you know, our concierge. We have a variety of other strategic partners that we work with. Uh, so we can, you know, have a robust estate planning arm, any type of tax strategy. And then, of course, many of my clients um, own businesses that they ultimately will want to sell and have an exit strategy with. So we, you know, we get involved in that as well. So it's a very uh, full and complex uh, level of service. And, uh, you know, we are very communicative with our clients. We have, um, you know, we send out a commentary every Friday and every Wednesday. So we make sure that everyone understands what's going on and, you know, we're communicative on portfolio matters. The other part of my practice um, is that I work with a lot of women, well, people, but primarily women in transition. And that mm. could be from divorce or, be, you know, being a widow or just, you know, professional women who are, you know, trying to get their financial strategy in order. And I've established a platform called The Fiscal Feminist, which um, is a blog and a podcast. I just uh, released one this week. So check out The Fiscal Feminist at www.thefiscalfeminist.com. And I speak about a whole, you know, plethora of issues. Uh, my goal is to help all women to become financially organized and to become very comfortable with talking about money. I think um, the the experience for women growing up and historically has been not to engage as much with money as men do, and I think we need to change that paradigm. And so to that end, I work. Um, and I also will be having, uh, you know, workshops and uh events and things to that nature. But um, I did release a blog this week on cybersecurity, uh, talking about the fact that I actually had um, <clears throat> a pretty severe compromise of my personal identity and um, what to do, not to do, what to do to fix it. And uh, that, were the, that was the topic of my latest blog. So those are the two main components of my practice here at the Bonson Group. Mm. And um, I, I love your your dedication, and what a great name uh, for a podcast. So that's the fiscal feminist. Definitely, I, I love to recommend good podcasts. So definitely, um, go go check that out. Uh, great name too. I was like, oh, the fiscal feminist. That's it's just great alliteration. Um, and, and with given your background and given your history and the types of clients you've worked in, all the different. Um, angles. I mean, what what a what a service you're doing. So thank you for putting that together because that is a big deal. Um, so Kimberly, are there any trends that are, you're noticing in finance right now, just in general, that you care to comment on? Well, we are in our philosophy here at the Bonson Group. I mean, we are first and foremost asset, <coughs> asset allocators. So uh, David Bonson, who's our chief investment officer, um, you will often see him on. Uh, Fox Business. He's on Stuart Varney every Friday morning. Um, he's often on Charles Payne. He's on CNBC a lot, um, Wall Street Week. So, you know, we have our chief investment officer out there often, you know, as a pundit, so to speak. But really for us, um, we have a pretty uh, set strategy about how we go about things. So we like to see a diversified portfolio. And, and in our equity um, fleet, as they say, we tend to focus on dividend growth investing. So for us, um, come what may, that is our strategy because we believe uh, in times of volatility or uh, times of not volatility, it is the best strategy because we like the idea of uh, cash flow generation and reinvestment of the cash flow 
and or distribution if people need to live off their portfolio. But in addition mm-hmm. to the equity sleeve, you know, we also have um, a whole list of other alternatives. So we do believe in investing in the alternative space as a hedge against, you know, market trends. So trends per se, we don't really believe in market timing or, uh, you know, kind of this trend type investing. We have a very definitive strategy that we believe works in all types of moments, um, and it's proven to be so. We have very little client attrition, and um, yeah, and and so that's more or less how I would answer that question. That's great. Uh, and so, Kimberly, if somebody's listening to this uh, to this podcast and they and they want more information on the Bonson Group, um, what, what's the best way for them to get it? Well, if they want to just find out information about the team and and they want to read some of our commentaries, uh, David, like I said, we have a commentary every Friday called the Dividend Cafe. I release the Fiscal Feminist. We have another commentary called the Financial Concierge. So you can go on our website, www.thebonsongroup.com, and that's uh, B-A-H-N-S-E-N. Or you can um, reach out to me directly at, Davis at thebonsongroup.com. I would encourage everyone to check out The Fiscal Feminist at www.thefiscalfeminist.com. Um, <clears throat> or uh, you can just call our general number and ask for me, and um, which is 949-877-5010. And I'd be happy to talk to anyone who would like to hear more on any of the topics that we've covered today. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, hey, Kimberly, I really do appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing some of your background as a financial pioneer and also um, what the great work you're doing over at the Bonson Group. And to the listeners, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Kimberly, thanks again for coming on. 